0: Welcome to Inner Work Talks, a personal growth podcast for curious and introspective spiritual seekers. Expect to learn about parts work, shadow work, inner child work, and more, because there is an entire universe inside of you waiting to be explored. I'm your host, Emma Donovan. I provide you with educational talks and guided inner experiences to help you on a journey of self-discovery and transformation. I am the founder of the Inner Work Hub, where I offer inner work education and guidance through this podcast as well as online courses, meditations, and one-on-one guidance sessions. In my other life, I am also a licensed therapist and the founder of Alternative Therapy STL. Before we get started, just a quick disclaimer this podcast is for personal and spiritual growth purposes. It is designed to help people who are functioning well in life and who want to get to know themselves better and grow. It should not be considered therapy or professional advice of any kind. Those in need of mental health services are encouraged to consult with their relevant medical or mental health providers before listening to this podcast. Hello, and welcome to episode three of Inner Work Talks. Today, the topic is going to be the parts of your inner world and internal family systems crash course. In this episode, we're going to learn about the different parts that exist within your psyche. And the benefits of doing this are an increased sense of self-awareness, more self-love, and this can lead to a more harmonious and integrated inner world. I am going to jump right in here. so. We're designed to have different multifaceted parts of our personality in order to survive and thrive. These parts are almost like different characters inside of us, like characters in a book or in a movie. So some examples could be a part of you that is powerful and strong and another part of you that can be nurturing, or one part of you that's very thorough at work or with your projects and another part of you that likes to be spontaneous. This is normal and natural and even desirable because if we didn't have a multifaceted nature to our personality, we would be flat and boring and we wouldn't be able to respond to the world around us and we probably wouldn't be very fun to hang out with. So we have the capacity for inner complexity, and everybody has different parts inside of ourselves. This is not something to be pathologized. It's not weird. Um, It's something to actually be really grateful for. If you think about it, probably the people that you like in your life the most are people who are super multidimensional, and they're able to be funny sometimes and serious other times. They're able to be talkative when they need to be, and maybe they're more quiet when they need to be. So this is actually something that we really need and want to have in our lives. When our parts are functioning in their healthy and balanced state they're acting in harmony with the system as a whole. They're kind of like friends all working together for a common purpose, each of them bringing something unique to offer. So that sounds pretty good, right? Uh, But the fact of the matter is nobody gets through life as a human being unscathed and things start to go awry in our inner system when we get wounded throughout our lives. This creates tension, anxiety, repression, and compensation in a variety of different ways. And I don't just mean through trauma in the way that we typically tend to think of trauma like going through a war or suffering through um, a natural disaster or something like that. I'm talking about the little wounds that we get all the time. You know, the wounds that you might have got not fitting in on the playground or not feeling included by your friends or maybe not feeling fully safe on your walk home from school. Human beings are very sensitive and we are designed to kind of pick up information from the world around us and that shapes how we move through the world. So the experiences that you've had have helped to shape your parts and make things the way that they are. And each person on this planet is completely unique and unlike anyone else. And this might lead us to believe that self-understanding is overwhelming or complicated and there's no way to really fully understand yourself. But I actually think that the way our psyche defends itself is actually very straightforward. We have two main types of parts. We have parts that carry burdens that have been wounded in the form of limiting beliefs or pain that they might be carrying around. And then we have other parts that attempt to defend us from this. And I'm going to go a little bit deeper into each of these kinds of parts that you might have. So the first one I'm going to talk about is wounded inner child parts that get formed when we go through hard experiences in our lives. And we actually carry these within us. So it's not like you just go through something really, really hard once and then you forget it and it doesn't impact you. Sometimes difficult experiences are big enough to make inner child parts of us wounded, and then that stays within us for the rest of our lives until we actually start to unpack this and look at it. So these parts can feel small, unseen, or not good enough, for example. And even if we rationally know our value, these parts will continue to feel pain unless they're addressed and healed. They remain wounded until they can be healed and often carry burdens in the form of limiting beliefs, traumas, strong emotions, or hurts. And these parts are often locked away for their own protection. And we tend not to really see them unless they get triggered. And in the internal family systems model, these parts are called exiles because they are exiled away into the basement of our psyche, where they don't have to come out, they don't have to get wounded or injured, and we don't have to suffer anymore. But I am a firm believer that what you try to push away, you don't actually push away and out of your system, you just push it downwards where it gets pressurized and it stays there and it's still vulnerable to getting hurt until it actually is brought to the surface and actually healed. And the thing is, a lot of people don't really know how to bring this stuff to the surface and they don't know how to heal it. And so what happens is that our psyches develop layers of protection around these wounded parts to help us function in life, which brings me to my next point. So we have wounded inner children exiles, and these exiles are protected by parts that we call protectors. And there are two different main types of protectors. There are parts that are proactive to protect pain from happening, such as parts that are high achieving or perfectionistic or people pleasing. These are often the parts that run the bulk of our lives, and this is often what makes up what we think of as our personality. We can call these proactive parts. In the internal family systems model, these are called managers because they often manage our lives and inner systems and keep everything functioning as well as they can. We also have parts that are reactive, and these parts serve to quell the emotional fire if our exiles get activated. Some examples of this could be a part that gets angry at a professor for giving an F or a part that eats three slices of cake after getting rejected by a date. We can call these parts reactive because they react to emotional pain and in internal family systems, they're called firefighters because they put out the emotional fire. So... If you think about it, there's often manager proactive parts that try to keep everything cool, but if their efforts fail and the exiles get triggered, we feel a lot of emotional pain and our system doesn't like that. So then the firefighters or the reactive parts come out to try to put this emotional fire out. So one way to think about this is we've got a wounded inner child that's inconsolable, nobody knows what to do with that kid. And so the other parts lock it away in the dungeon and they send one part out to the entrance of this dungeon that makes sure nobody gets in. That would be the manager part but if somebody happens to get past this manager and triggers the exile then the reactive firefighter part comes out kind of like a bodyguard to get whatever the trigger was away from the exile and then oftentimes this might cause some destruction in the system and then the manager part has to come around and clean up you know everything that was damaged in that process and this is the way that actually a lot of our psyches function we try to protect ourselves from getting hurt. And then if something erupts, we kind of act on impulse and then we have to clean up the damage. And it's kind of like lather, rinse, repeat. This is how a lot of people act and function in the world. Here's an example of how this can work in the real world. A college student can strive to get A's because she has a wounded inner child who feels unworthy unless she achieves. So she's got a high achieving part who runs her school life. This might cause her some stress, but otherwise works relatively well to help her do well in school. But if she doesn't mean her own expectations, then her wounded inner child might come out and she doesn't feel good enough. And that feels really terrible. So then she might have a reactive part that comes out and blames her professor and says her professor is stupid for giving her a bad grade. Or she might have another part that says, whatever, screw it, I'm not gonna study for my test tomorrow. I'm just gonna go out and drink with my friends. And then, after all of that is done, her high achieving part probably comes out even stronger to try to protect her from that terrible thing ever happening again. And she might become even more high achieving and even more perfectionistic. Most people walking around this earth today are living in the stance of self-protection. And this is actually where some of our most dominant personality traits come from, especially if they're functioning in an extreme way. Wherever there's a part that's acting extreme, there's usually an exile or a wounded inner child part that's underneath that, that's making it act that way. And these parts that function as protectors can actually lead us to a lot of joy and satisfaction. It can feel really good to maybe help others or to be a high achiever or to try to make everything perfect or to, you know, think a lot or be really analytical. None of that is necessarily bad. The problem comes in when those parts are acting in an extreme way because when our parts are acting extreme, it causes a lot of inner tension in our systems. Some other parts of us might actually get crowded out and might not get any space, and it takes a tremendous amount of energy to keep all of this up. For the vast majority of us who are living in safe conditions, these layers of protection actually aren't needed so much anymore because either the original threat has passed or now that we're adults we can certainly handle it but a lot of us are living in these kind of tense closed down defended ways that are blocking us off from being able to embody and experience our true essence and this brings me to my next point which is about the core self the core self is the essence within us that is not a part. There are a lot of different names for this and different spiritual traditions. It could be God consciousness, Christ consciousness, Atman, universal soul, higher self, Chi, universal consciousness. There are probably more than I am missing. This is the essence within us that is not a part. It's not something that can be wounded. It's also not something that's trying to defend us. It's kind of like the sun that is always there, even when we cannot see it. And part of the work that we're trying to do with IFS or through Inner Work Talks and the Inner Work Hub, which is what Inner Work Talks is through, is in taking an inner journey to find this core self. This core self is there in the moments when we are most present, conscious, curious, compassionate, when we're feeling like we're in flow, when we're feeling like we're really connected to ourselves or to the world around us or to the people around us. And I'm going to talk more deeply about core self in another episode. This is just a little overview, but this core essence has the ability to get to know, heal, harmonize, and integrate all the various parts of you that are causing you pain and trouble in your life. And this is what gets you out of this shut down, defended, closed down state, and more into a place where you are more present, you're able to engage with the moment as it's actually happening, and your parts are existing as more of an inner team. They're friends with each other, they help each other, and they help the system as a whole. This is what living in a state of inner harmony or living in a state of integration looks like and feels like an ifs is a process that can help you get there by tapping into this core self energy and opening up to that and then using that to heal and harmonize all the different parts of you and this process is a little easier said than done it's not something that's just going to quickly be a quick fix, um, something that you just do like in an hour or two workshop and then you did it and and you're integrated. No, sorry, uh, personal growth is not that easy. (laughs) I wish it was if I find a tool that helps you in just an hour or two workshop or give you a quick crash course that can really vastly transform your life in a short amount of time, I would totally teach that to you. Um, But what I do have to say about this path is it is a path of getting to know yourself Deeply and intimately, and loving yourself, loving every single part of you, even the shadow parts, even the parts of you that you historically have really not wanted to look at, the ones that you've wanted to keep locked up in the dungeon. It's a way of truly experiencing what compassion truly feels like, experiencing what deep and profound love truly feels like. And it's a process that's able to open you up to compassion to other people in this world who are still walking around just because they haven't had the resources or the means or the time to go through this process themselves in a defended state, in a place where they're carrying a lot of pain that they don't really know how to process. It's a path that helps you open up to genuine and deep and profound compassion and love for yourself and others through a journey of self-discovery, really, truly, deeply understanding who you are What parts of you you have, how they came to be the way that they are, what they're trying to do for you, if it's working, if it's not working, what you need to do to be able to shift that. And I'm not talking about just learning a quick tool or a technique that's going to try to help you, you know, change something, Um, because oftentimes these parts of us are doing what they're doing for a reason. You know, so if you've got a part of you that's procrastinating because it's trying to protect you from failure sure you can learn every procrastination tool on this planet but you're just going to be putting a lot of energy and exertion into trying to override the procrastinator part which is going to cause you know energy loss and more time and effort and that procrastinator part is probably going to double down because it's going to say no i'm trying to protect you i'm part of your protective system If I'm not here I'm afraid you're gonna fail and then you're gonna feel bad so a lot of the things that I see being taught in the self-help world are just a lot of band-aid solutions they might work for a little while until they don't and then things go back to the way that they were because you've got parts that are trying to protect you from pain and until we get down to that deep pain until we go down into that dungeon and help those parts of us that are hurting the most things are just going to kind of stay the same and so ifs is a method for deep change and true growth and transformation to the point that your protective parts are not going to feel like they need to protect you so hard anymore and so what this kind of looks like you know that example that i used earlier of a college student who's a high achiever we're not trying to make that girl completely change and stop being a high achiever no there are no bad parts we're not trying to kick any parts out of the system and in fact high achieving probably helps her Um, but what we're trying to do is help heal the wounded inner child that's within her so that her inner child feels more free and more able to play and have fun and that high achieving part is able to say okay i'm going to try to do well because it brings me joy because i want to and so that girl is still going to try to do well in the things that she does but then if she gets a bad grade she's going to be like oh okay, that's fine, and then she's going to be able to go about her day, you know, so she's able to do well, but she's also able to play and she doesn't get reactive when she doesn't do well. And so it's a way that we can really kind of keep the strengths that we have, but clean up the shadow stuff that's underneath it so we can actually fully enjoy our strengths and feel free of constraints and tensions. So just in summation, we have three different kinds of parts. We have wounded inner child parts. You can call these exiles. We have protectors, and there's two different kinds of protectors. We have proactive parts that serve as managers because they manage our system. And we have reactive parts that are kind of like firefighters because they put emotional fires out. So wounded exiles, proactive parts, and reactive parts we also have a core self that is not a part that has the power to heal and harmonize it all and i just have to say one of the things that i absolutely love about the ifs process is that it really simplifies what's going on inside of us so many of us think that our psyches are mysterious and completely complex and we might feel overwhelmed when we try to look inside and do inner work but it doesn't have to be that way Everybody is unique, of course, but the way that our systems are designed to defend us are actually extremely not complex. They're actually really extremely easy to understand if you start to think about it just in terms of parts that are carrying pain and then parts that protect from pain. So when you act in a way that you're like, why did I react that way? Or when other people act in a way that you're like, what are they doing? Like, why would they act that way? They're acting completely out of proportion to the situation. Just think, Oh, it's just their protectors. They've probably been wounded in a situation that kind of roughly resembles what they're going through right now. So all of our ways that we react in a big way are just our best attempt to try to deal with pain. That's it. That's all. And there's a lot deeper that you can go with this process than just listening to this episode. One of the things that I really want to do with this podcast, Inner Work Talks, is to teach about this more deeply and in a lot of different ways that helps you do shadow work that helps you do inner child work that helps you on your path of self-love that helps you integrate different polarities that you have within you and a lot more so if you like this and you resonate with the teaching then i do invite you to subscribe to this podcast and come back and revisit it another time or maybe go check out some of the other episodes right now Another resource that you can use is the InnerWorkHub.com, and I'll leave the link to that website in the show notes. Right now, I have a free self-paced course available on there. There's five teaching videos. There's several meditations involved in that. There's um, guided visuals, so you can see this process laid out. A lot of people are visual learners, so they prefer to be able to look at something as they're learning. Um, It's a highly experiential journey, so I find that a lot of people learn more deeply that way. So if you want to access that free course, you're welcome to go to theinnerworkhub.com. There's also a paid version of that course, um, which includes a workbook and more meditations and a lot of worksheets and a lot of good stuff and that is pretty affordable it's less than half the cost of an individual session so if this is a path that you really want to take and start embarking on um, it's pretty easy to do either for free or for low cost Um, if you are not ready to take a course just yet that's completely fine Uh, just come back to the inner work talks podcast and you'll keep learning more deeply and for now here at the end i have a guided exercise that i want to lead you through right now I'll invite you to begin identifying these different parts that you have inside of yourself. You can do this right now via journaling or if you're active doing something, you're at the gym or you're driving or something, you can just do this by thinking. And you're welcome to pause this recording if needed just to kind of collect your thoughts or jot some notes down. And I'm also going to write these questions down in the show notes as well. So if you want to come back to them another time or if you want to pause this or something, then those will be there waiting for you. The invitation now is to think of one of your big personality characteristics, especially one that tends to maybe go a little bit overboard sometimes. If you're familiar with the Enneagram, that could be maybe a good place to start to think about what kind of parts you might have. Like for example, the Enneagram 1, you might have a perfectionistic part. The Enneagram 2, you might have a helper part. The Enneagram 3, you might have an achiever part and on and on. So just kind of get self-reflective. Like how do your friends describe you? Like would they describe you as like kind of uptight or type A? Would they describe you as like always going with the flow would they describe you as someone who takes charge a lot so just think about what that part might be and you can maybe give it a name so like maybe my part that likes to take charge or my achiever part something like that so if you want to write this down go ahead and write that down and also take some moments to reflect on this particular part's personality like what does it do? What does it say? How does it feel? You could even think about what it might look like if it had a form, if it was like a cartoon character or a version of you or an animal, what that might be. Um, If you're just thinking through this, you can pause this recording and think about what your answer would be. This part is likely a proactive part or a manager part. So congratulations, you've just discovered your first proactive part. Okay, so now I want you to think about What happens to you emotionally when this part isn't able to do its job well enough? So, for example, if you've got a part that's an achiever, like how do you feel when someone's doing better than you? Or how do you feel when you fail at something? Or like if your primary part that you're working with is a helper part, what happens when you're not able to help? Or like what happens if someone rejects your help? How do you feel? Um, We're looking for an emotional reaction that probably doesn't feel very good. So it might feel like rejection or worthlessness or something like that. That is a clue to a wounded inner child part that you might have. So now you can either think through or take a moment to write a couple sentences about that part. How it feels, what it might say, what it might look like. And lastly, you can think about or write about... A reactive part that might tend to show up to protect this exile when it gets triggered. So this could be a part that likes to blame other people or a part that gets angry at other people or a part that likes to distract you or numb out or avoid the situation. Don't worry. Everybody has these kinds of parts. Everybody's got reactive parts. It's okay. Think about what that part looks like, sounds like, feels like, and you can write it down if you have the space to do that right now. So this is your inner system at work. If you want, you can even take the time to write down more parts that you might be aware of. The cool thing is once you start thinking about yourself this way, there's kind of like a flood of insight. Like you might be like, oh, I have a part that does this and another part that does that. Now I know this part and this part. And before you know it, you've identified like 20 parts. Um, (laughs) So if you want to do that now, you can. In future episodes, we'll also be able to go more deeply into like system mapping, that's actually something that I do in the inner work free course and the paid course as well if that's something that you want to access. And this process starts to become really helpful to you and transformative when you actually start to apply it to daily life. So I really encourage you to start noticing how these parts and even other parts that you might not yet be aware of show up in your life throughout the day. And This is the first step in becoming more conscious and self-aware, and it can pave the way for you to go deeper into these parts of you, which will lead to more wholeness and integration over time. That is all that I have for you today. Thank you so much for listening. I hope you found this episode helpful. I'll talk to you next time. Thank you so much for listening to this episode. I really hope you enjoyed it. Check out the show notes for relevant links and resources, and make sure to subscribe to know when I release new episodes. If you like this podcast, you can support it in the following ways. One, share it with a friend. It'll help them and discussing this stuff that you learn about yourself with loved ones can also deepen your relationships. Two, you can also leave a review on iTunes. This is extremely helpful to me because it helps other people find this podcast too. Three, check out my online offerings or drop a donation on Venmo if you want to support this podcast. The link is in the show notes.